I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Ah, three o'clock, Ralph. Yeah, the question with LeBron. First of all, Kyrie is in Dallas now. That deal has become final. Uh, that's a done deal. So I, I was certain we were getting Kyrie as of Friday. Uh, and we're waiting to see if uh, LeBron breaks the record tomorrow night against OKC or Thursday night against Milwaukee. Uh, the Super Bowl, of course, is Sunday. Tickets always tight. Brian Cranston here to help. Hey, Brian, what's up, man? Hey, hey, guys. How are you? Excellent, Brian. And let me start with a thank you, Mace. When I was in New York City, uh, Brian and I were texting about shows I could go see. Um, I said I was thinking about going to see Take Me Out, and which is a very good show with Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Jesse Williams. Yep. And this was Brian's review. He says, great show. You'll have to be prepared to see a lot of penis, shower scene, and <laughs> locker room scene. Very good. I'd give it nine out of ten penises. Brian, that was the absolute perfect review. And I walked out there. Great show. Tons of male nudity. All male nudity. Uh, you prepared yeah. me perfectly, and thank you for that tip. I enjoyed the show very much. But just yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us oh, about gosh. tell us about this. I'm 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 actually filling this out as we talk to you uh, for Big Brothers and Big Sisters of America. Tell us about how people can win a trip to the Super Bowl and meet you. Well. Uh, all you have to do is go to BrianCranstonBigGame.com and give a donation. Minimum donation is only five bucks, uh, and that'll enter you into the into the raffle. And on Wednesday morning, on Dan Patrick's show, I'm going to draw the lucky number live um, to see who gets to go to the Super Bowl. I'm going to meet you there. You have two tickets to the game. Uh, airfare, hotel, ground transportation. It's uh, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, so this happened because, um, uh, I did the, the, uh, narration for the Rams Super Bowl victory year last year. Yes. Yes. And, uh, I did that, that film and it was, I knew, I knew in my heart that by doing that film, it would put the Rams in position to repeat. Exactly. Oh, God. Yeah. No, no, exactly. Didn't work. Much like you told the Dodgers to get Justin Verlander, they didn't do it, and they paid the price. If people would just listen to you, the world would be a better place. Better place. But uh, anyway, so the NFL gave me two tickets when I did that narration, and I put them away, and great, thank you, NFL. And then a month later, we get this call from Popcorners for Aaron Paul and I to do a Super Bowl commercial. Right. And they pitched us on this idea of bringing back in the Breaking Bad characters, and we thought, this is fantastic. It's a great product. It's a lot of fun. So let's do it. And we did it. And and provided with that were, were tickets to the Super Bowl. So then I said, wait a second. We have then two other tickets 
why don't we do something with it? So I call, contacted the Big Brothers and Big Sisters of America. They were excited to be a part of this. Thank you to the NFL and Pop Corners for, for allowing us to do this whole thing. And we've now raised, right now, it's uh, about $120,000 oh, nice. for the organization. Okay, now here's, Brian, Brian, here's the best thing that you haven't mentioned yet. I just entered, and I, I decided to, to donate 50 bucks to Big Brothers and Big Sisters of America. For every dollar you spend, you get 10 entries. So by donating that 50 bucks, I have 500 entries into the contest. And uh, I got a Laker game that night, what? so if I win, Brian, I will give it away to a listener. So uh, you guys Wait should five hundred. Your math is off. If you get an entry per dollar and you bet fifty, they put fifty dollars in. That's fifty. Five hundred. Uh, what are you talking? No, about? I, you can't put in fifty and get five hundred. No, that's what I did. I they, they, you get ten for every dollar. Oh, ten for every dollar. I just wow. did it. Yeah, it's it's I'm I, I I'm not wow. I'm not making this up. <laughs> it's, I did I, you get ten for every dollar, so I did fifty, and they gave okay. me five hundred okay. entries. All right, but John, John, listen to me. You can't win this. Uh, well, you would what? not be. I, if I draw your name, John Ireland, I'm not saying it out loud. Okay, that's fine. But Brian, I'm telling you, I have a Laker game. I'm going to be in Portland. <laughs> so okay. if if okay. I if I win. I will give them away to a listener. Okay. 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 Good deal. Good yeah. deal. Fair enough. Yeah. By the way, J- That's this, the this will enough. show you what I'm all about. Uh, I just made a donation, uh, Brian. It is for $51. <laughs> $51. Oh, yeah. Dollars. There you go. All right. And he threw down the gauntlet. Yes. And so I went 51. You have 510 entries. Exactly. So you have a better chance than I do. I will also give them out on the radio or whatever. Hey. Uh, Cranston, are you getting the same feedback I'm getting from your honor? People seem to love it. People seem to love the, oh, the di- direction you're taking the show. And, and when I say that I know you, people go, I watch you. Rosie Perez was on uh, uh, Watch What Happens Live last night, Andy Cohen show, and she was talking about how great the new season is. You getting some good feedback? We're, it's, it's doing so well for Showtime. We're, we're very excited with the reaction from the fans. And um, and critical attention too, so that's that's always nice. But it's it's mostly the people we're doing it for the entertainment factor. Um, I just love this season because it, it it allowed us to honestly dive into the world of despair and grief and and um, sincere forgiveness not only in asking forgiveness but granting forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And and yet it's not a maudlin. Uh, entertainment it's it's really exciting and and active and it's it's really quite quite impressive yeah it is great it is great i can't wait to see where it goes um so we were just talking about superhero movies brian what's your position on superhero movies john's like i'm too grown up for him me and me and and bergman are like all in on ant-man and the wasp quantumania this weekend where are you on superhero movies well, I'm I'm doing from from an actor standpoint. It's like I I'd actually love to do a superhero movie, but so far I, I've it's kind of eluded me. I I don't know if I could be. Uh, I I'm sort of attracted to the villains. You know, I'd make a, oh, you'd be great. I'd love to to be a villain in a in a good Marvel or DC universe kind of thing wouldn't that That'd yeah. be fun that would be fun that uh, would be fun yeah and you'd you'd be great at it and and well you were in a monster movie weren't you in godzilla i was in godzilla yeah yeah so that's your what you're My in character 
my character died too soon in that one. <laughs> That's right. You're right. Uh, you died in the really be- early in the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, Brian, have you it been? Was, how many Super Bowls have you been to? Uh, this will be my third, I think. Now, because yeah. you're famous, could, do they always give you two tickets to the Super Bowl? Is that how it works? <laughs> it it's not because I'm famous, Mace. It's because I'm I'm a high fashion model and I'm gorgeous. <laughs> don't be don't be jealous. Blue steel. He's got he's got all the looks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They got all that. So but we're you, we're doing really well, and and you know, big brothers and big sisters. I, I just want to mention them again for a second because sure. this organization is so fantastic. They 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 seek out and find young kids, boys and girls, who are without that kind of older influence, that mentorship, and they place the right people with them so that it helps them make decisions as they try to navigate through their teen years and early twenties and figure out life and it could be a, a decision literally of life or death or or a good pathway or a bad one and it's so critical at that point and and this organization will you know will get an infusion of money for this and and that's all great and um and thank you to the listeners for going to uh brian cranston biggame.com and and making a donation brian who are you rooting for on sunday yeah Oh, yeah. <laughs> he wants to see who wins first. Yeah, go. Hey, uh, you know, to piggyback, Brian, on what you said about big brothers and big sisters, when I was the Lakers sideline guy, it's it's the one subject that a lot of people are very passionate about, including Denzel Washington. I was working a game in New Orleans where I know you shoot your honor, and Denzel was at right. that game and told me that when he was a kid, he used to go to the Boys and Girls Club every afternoon. And he says it, yeah. it it helped shape him and what he turned into. He said there's no way he would be the person he turned out to be without that Boys and Girls Club. And they've got him in almost every city in America. So it's a big net and it helps a lot of people. So wholeheartedly support uh, what you're doing. And um, and one of our listeners just, uh, Frank Titus says, uh, let me know where to donate. I'll donate $52. $52. So hopefully we have a Climb little bit. Well, hopefully we have a little bit of a run here for your appearance on the show today. That'll be great. And whoever wins, I'm going to rendezvous with them in Phoenix and we'll, uh, you know, we'll have a cocktail. That's so awesome, man. That's we'll awesome. Hang out a little bit. Uh, so uh, Super Bowl Sunday, Brian's taking a couple of, if, if you want to uh, enter the drawing, you can go to Brian Cranston, search Brian Cranston and Big Game. It will take you right there. And uh, congratulations on your honor. It is on Sunday nights on Showtime. Uh, Brian, thanks for coming on as always, man. Nice thing you're doing. Great. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much, man. All right, there's a right now coming up. We're being interviewed tomorrow, right? Yes, by a really hard hitting journalist. All right. Well, you're gonna have to explain to me what you've gotten me into. Oh, I will. Okay. I will. We'll do that uh, coming up next for you. And I'll find a clip from the last time. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah get that. All right. Uh, Mason in Ireland, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. 
Shopify.com slash network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Beyonce last night broke the record for most Grammys ever won by a single person. Congratulations to her and to everyone in the Beehive. All right, so uh, Julia McIntyre is her name. A couple of weeks right. ago. Right, she was the one who, was, who interviewed Russell Westbrook, and it, it caused a reaction. Yes, so here is, first of all, let's let's listen to the original conversation. She's from Cal State University, Dominguez. Uh, Cal, yeah, Cal State U, uh, University, Dominguez Hills. And here is what she asked Russell Westbrook. Hi, Russell. Um, first of all, congrats on, congrats on making uh, the 24,000 uh, points mark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tonight you used impressive dribbling skills to successfully uh, fake out your opponents multiple times. And um, in the second quarter, you made a jump shot where your body was turned like 180 degrees away from the basket. It was just an amazing shot. You're always making these spectacular moves with just within a split second. Um, do you anticipate doing them, or is it just a second nature to you? Like, do you just not even have to think about it? Um, you know, the way you explain it, you need to be around more often. I, I, I... Now, Julia was criticized by some for asking too nice of a question. Right. I actually enjoyed it. Okay, I thought I it was too. good. I thought it was Now, I heard refreshing. you guys had her on while I was gone. We did. So Julia came on to the show, and we, we had a little chat about the way she approached Russell Westbrook and all that stuff. Momo was here when it was going on, and then Momo put her on the spot. Can, can, can you ask Steve Mason a question right now, just having observed him uh, in, this- this, in this 10-minute interview? Yeah, um, how long have you been taking edibles for, Steve? <laughs> oh, yeah! So she gets it. <laughs> yeah, she gets it. Oh, this could make tomorrow very interesting. Yeah, so tomorrow Julia will be with us, uh, and she will is she, be Greg, is she coming in studio? She will be sitting in studio with you guys uh, at 3.15. 3 or 3.15. And Michael will be here. She can ask Michael a couple of questions. I'm sure all those beat writers will be thrilled. Uh, well, it wasn't. Did the beat writers have a, did they not like what she did? I didn't hear from any beat writers. I heard from others in the media hmm. that were upset Cranks. that she was credentialed. And I thought that was bogus. Me I thought too. she has as much right to be there as anybody. Totally and, agree. And just because she asked a nice question does not prohibit you from asking your mean question. <laughs> There's plenty of room for mean questions. Yeah, so you guys who need a pound of flesh could go in there too, but what's wrong with a little positivity from Julia? Exactly. I had zero issue with her being in there. Me too. I I look forward to meeting her. I I do too. I think it'll be great. So she's going to do a complete up-close-and-personal Diane Sawyer-style interview with us. Uh, By the way, uh, the Mavericks have now uh, concluded their trade with... um, So they're not going to add a third team to the deal? 
It says uh, Dallas has now acquired eight-time All-Star Kyrie Irving along with Markeith Morris from the Brooklyn Nets in exchange for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, 2029 first rounder and a few second rounders so that deal is now official uh i felt for sure it was going to happen for the lakers this weekend intent instead it happened for the nets um all right can i ask you about something you watch you said you watched the grammys last i night? did i watched the grammys okay did you see this story about you know i'm broadway john love the tony broadway awards john. uh went to the show that brian recommended in new york last week yes the tony awards announced that if you're a voter for the Tony Awards, mm-hmm. which I'd love to be one day. Yeah. <laughs> you're not never going to vote for the Tony Awards. I know. I'm a little <laughs> disappointed by that. But you don't have to see every show that is nominated. How does that make sense? How can I vote if I don't see the shows that are nominated? Can you think of a reason? I mean, I guess they're hiding behind COVID, but... But I mean, all those shows are open. To be responsible, I think you would have, like. Okay, so, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take the gig as a voter, right? Without seeing all the shows that were nominated. So, because of our union, we get to vote on the SAG Awards, right? And I take it very serious. I think, and I've, they send us all the screeners. And I and I think I've seen virtually everything and voted this last week. That's why I ended up seeing you know somewhat obscure movies and movies that not everybody has seen because I take the responsibility seriously. If I was vote, and you don't, I don't think you vote, or do you vote for the SAG Awards? I have in the past. I don't. I didn't do it this year. Is it too late? No, it's not too late. Okay, I'll look. But you're in the same boat. You're like a Tony voter. You haven't seen everything. Then I won't vote. Right. Unless I've seen something that I absolutely love. But no, and then that's not right either. If I haven't seen, I can compare You can't them. see the others. Yeah, I won't vote unless I've seen them all. Yeah. See, that's it, it. But it's exactly the scenario you're describing with the Tony. For you to vote without seeing everything would be the same well, thing as these Tony voters. Yeah, but the, if I was a Tony voter, I, I think the first question would be, do you have time to see the following shows? And right. if the answer is no, you don't vote. Right. I can't. You can't vote, Vergman. You can't vote if you haven't seen them. No, I think it's garbage. I'm glad that you're not. That you would not vote. It's yeah, the right it, thing it's do. it's unfair to the shows you haven't seen. Right. Absolutely. Like uh, I, I was trying to find what show I was going to go see on Broadway, and there are a lot of them that I that just priced me out. Really? You know, well, uh, the big one was my girl uh, Leah Michelle, who nobody likes. Uh, She's in Funny Lady. Funny Lady or Get Funny in, Girl? Funny Girl. Thank funny you. Funny Girl. Funny Lady. Funny Girl. Yeah. Uh, Broadway John should know the difference. I know, but Broadway John doesn't want to pay $500. Is that how in. much it was? Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what? You're supposed to make this stuff accessible to the people. Yeah. People should be able to I afford to, to go take see me theater. Out for like 180 Oh, that's a good price. Yeah. It's a good price. Um, Since when has theater been cheap, though? Oh, but it's uh, it used to. Now used they've used gone to be. To, used now to they've be. gone to this weird dynamic pricing, which is screwing everybody out of being able. Like you need a thousand bucks to go see Hamilton. I can't go to Pantages for under two hundred bucks a seat. Yeah, but but not five hundred. Not five. No, five. Well, still, it's still a lot of money. Are you going to go to see uh, Lion King I with really Riley? Want, I really want to. You should. She'll like it. She won't go. She doesn't want. She's like, oh, I saw it in Disneyland. She's not into Yeah, but it, she no. doesn't know what she's missing. Yeah. No, I know. I'm, I'm just going to do it and just buy some tickets. There's a big movement, by the way. I brought this up with Andy Kamenetsky last week. Big movement to make it uh, not best actor and best actress, but just best actor with men and women in the category. What do you think of that? In other words, no separation. Don't like it. Gender, because the Grammys do it. Don't like it. Grammys are gender neutral. Here's why I don't like it. I was listening to a podcast uh, on Groundhog Day, 
Okay. I watched the movie Groundhog Day. Oh, nice. Which was on AMC running on a loop. Sure. 24 hours. Yes. Never seen it. What? Never saw it? Never seen it, no. Oh, How have you not seen Groundhog Day? It came out in 1993. Where have you been? <laughs> uh, it's, you should watch it. Right. But basically, so like I always do, one of my favorite podcasts is the Rewatchables. Yeah. Um, on the ringer, like Bill Simmons and his friends go back and watch movies and do deep dives for like two hours. So after I watched Groundhog Day, I went and listened to the rewatchables and Sean Fennessy, who was on there that day, yes, made the point that in Hollywood, actresses have a shelf life that actors don't. In other words, he was talking about Andy McDowell, right? She had a window where she made a bunch of movies in a five, six year stretch and then she was out, and Fennessy said, well, you know, that's very typical in Hollywood. They were talking about, remember Madeline Stowe? Sure. Had a five, six-year window, right. and then she was out. They said, every once in a while, you'll come across a Sandra Bullock, a Meg Ryan, a Julia Roberts, who can work 20 years straight. But she said, the it girl in movies normally lasts five years. So it would be, if you did, if we adopted the Mason plan, and that is eliminate gender, Yes. And just pick best actor. By the way, I think it is going to happen. It's just a matter of time. But yeah, call, go ahead and call it the Mason plan. Um, if you adopt the Mason plan, it's unfair to the women because they have a shorter shelf life of opportunity. But like, for example, this year, Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh are both veteran actresses. They, they're One of them is going to win the Oscar. They would both be in the category in the gender neutral best right. actor. But I think if you study Michelle Yeoh's career, you'll see that she went from being the lead woman to like when in Crazy Rich Asians, she played the mom. But she's the lead in this. Um, right. She's the star. But there aren't, there just aren't a lot of movies for th- that feature women in the lead. I mean, I guess there's this movie Women Talking, which has been nominated for a bunch of stuff. Did you watch that? <laughs> no, I, that's one that I have not seen. Um, I, I, <laughs> so there's a joke that Chelsea Handler did at one of the award shows where they said because that was directed by a woman named Sarah Polly. Yeah, and the joke well, she was used to be an actress. Right? Yes. Yeah. The joke was. There, there's a lot of there are a lot of uh, women that are out there directing. Like for example, they gave James Cameron three hundred seventy-five million dollars to make Avatar, yeah. and they gave Sarah Pauly a barn because the entire movie <laughs> right. happens in a barn. So because of that, because yeah. men inherently get better opportunities, I'd be against, I'd vote no on the Mason plan. Bergman, how about you? I think I'm with you. I, just, I because of the shelf life, and because we, there's more leading roles for men than there are for women. I just you should have separate ones. Uh, Jorge, are you in on the Mason plan or out? No, I'm with you guys on this one. All right. Yeah. yeah. Of you got you, you, lo- you always yeah. take No, always you got to lobby. Yeah. You got yeah. to lobby always, for some He always takes against me. Yeah, you got to lobby the for some votes. Yeah. yeah Cuz you hate the Niners. <laughs> now, if you would root for the Niners in games that didn't involve the Rams, you might be able that to will win never Jorge over. Friggin' happen, Micah Parsons. All right. Coming up next for you, interesting. Have you ever had a real falling out with a person? A total and complete falling out. Think about that. We'll okay. do it next. There's a really good sports example. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So why don't we all go to somebody else's Super Bowl party? Like if you're having a just Super Bowl party. Just crash it? Yeah, just crash it. Bergman, are you with me? Yeah, you want to actually do it? Let's just walk into someone's house. No, I used to live in an apartment complex, oh, and Lisa, Lisa and I had a deal that if we heard somebody having a party, we'd crash it. Oh, really? And we had fun. We we did it for about four months, we, and we, that's how we get to know everybody in the building. We always get a note from the neighbors. They say, um, hey, we're having a party. Feel free to come. They're just like letting us know about noise. We never go, but we should. Tanya, the, the German lady, seems to The one nice. with the smoke alarm? She's got the smoke alarm. And yeah. <laughs> she's, we've had some, some issues. Uh, Bergman, <laughs> what do you say? You want to want to go to a listener's Is that Super why you Bowl brought party? up this, qu- this thing about having a falling out? Did you have a falling out with no, Tanya? No, no. Here. Th- okay, enough. <laughs> I don't even want to get there. No, Bergman, what do you think? The idea is we go to a listener's house for the Super Bowl. Okay, can we go to like four different ones each quarter? Hit up a different house each quarter? Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, exactly. That's a, a lot, lot of, of driving. And a lot of you'd movement. miss a lot of games. Maybe two. Maybe two. Just find one. Just one go, half, second get, half? Find a listener in Beverly Hills with a mansion and go to that one. Yeah, yeah find one and bring a 24-pack. All right, if you have hey, a gigantic find somebody, house. <laughs> call Isaac. Find out who bought the 100-inch Sony and go over there. That's, that's a good idea. Oh, that is yeah. a good idea. So Charles Barkley was on the All the Smoke podcast where a lot of stuff always tends to happen. That's where I got that story from of his top 10. Oh, is it really? Yep. Uh, well, this is another part of that uh, exact same conversation. You and MJ were really close. Yes. And haven't spoke in some time. Is there is there light at the end of the tunnel with that? Do you feel like you guys can mend that? <clears throat> that would be on his end, Matt. Um, he was my best friend at the time, and I love the guy and I miss the guy. But, you know, I got to do my job. What I said was, I said... First of all, I don't think it's fair for me to critique other GMs and coaches and have a double standard. That goes back to the Skip Bayless thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell the guys he like and guys he dislike. I think I'm fair to everybody. What I said about Michael, I said, I don't know if he's ever going to be successful because of the people around him. I think he hires too many of his friends. Uh, and because your friends don't ever tell you no. The hardest thing about being famous is because you're paying all the bills. They're on your private jet. They're not going to tell you when you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I said that I didn't, because he, he was struggling as a general manager, a running the team. And I mm-hmm. said, I don't know if he's ever going to be successful because the people around him are never going to tell him no. And like, yeah, don't draft that dude. Don't, we need to trade that dude, blah, blah, blah. And he went ballistic. And he called me and... <laughs> Uh, that's the last thing I heard was, motherfucker, fuck you. You're supposed to be my boy and blah, blah. And I said, man, man I got to do my job. And we haven't spoken since that night. And that was probably close to 10 years ago. Mm. So have you ever had a falling out that bad? Hmm. Bergman, have you? I don't think I have. I, I tend to not spend any headspace on stuff like this. If someone... Again, you know, we were talking at the start of the show about how it takes two sides to make a trade. Yes. You know, you can criticize the Lakers if you want, but the Lakers did their part. 
They needed the Nets to agree. They offered as much stuff as they could. Right. Um, same thing in relationships. If somebody doesn't want to be in in a relationship with me as a friend or as a boyfriend or whatever, I'm you know I'm moving on. Yeah. I I don't. If if if, Mike, if I was friends with Michael Jordan and he said that to me and and because I was critical of him on the air, I would be where Barkley is. You know, it's on him. Well, especially Jordan. Yeah. Who's the who? As you know from his Hall of Fame speech, has many many grudges. Right. Many grudges. I was on a podcast this week. Um, you did a podcast this week? I did. DeAndre's was my, and Parker's? It, no. Was it Parker and DeAndre? No, it was Tim DeFrancesco, <laughs> who was our former strength coach. Yeah, right. Has a thing called a Basketball Strong podcast. Okay. And him um, and a guy named Phil White do it every week. And they brought me on to talk about what it was like, because Tim and I were both on the team when Kobe was on it. Right. And we were talking about the fact that Kobe only surrounded himself with people that he thought were on his side. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you weren't... With him, you were against him. Yeah, but even more so, if you weren't with him, he didn't have any need for you. Mm. Okay, like if you could help him. Yep. And like Tim had a great relationship with him because Tim had workouts that he designed specifically for Kobe. And sure. Kobe used to want to work out at 3, 4 in the morning. And if he called you at 3 or 4 in the morning and you didn't answer or you said, no, I'm asleep, man, I don't want to go, he was... Moving on. He was done with you. He was moving. Not, he wouldn't be mean to you. Yeah. Just wouldn't be just like, this guy doesn't get me. I'm moving on. Right. Jordan seems to take it a step further. Jordan is, like you said, you're either with me or against me. The truth of the matter is, 90% of the people don't care. Right. They're not with you or against you. They're just worried about their own lives. But a lot of people need, I mean, I, I, I can tell this story. Uh, Tom Snyder, I worked with for years yeah, and you've always said thomas one of those guys he, he was either, either with him or against with him. him or against him and boy if you were against him you were going to hear about it some needed i don't know why i told it's so funny you bring up snyder over the weekend i told the story one of my friends said they had gone to the grill in beverly the grill hills, in beverly hills was which is spot. one of the yeah. nicest restaurants Beautiful. Say. so one time snyder came to you guys working on the late show yep and said you guys have had a great year i really appreciate everything you've done um, I want to take you all to the grill Tuesday at noon. I'll meet you there. And Dave Singer, who we love, said, the Daily Grill? I love that place. <laughs> the Daily Grill. And the Daily Grill is a cafeteria. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, and yeah. Do you remember what Snyder did? He looked at Singer. And he looked idiot. at you. He goes, F an idiot. F an idiot. Walked out. Walked right out. Yeah, walked right out. <laughs> Bergman, do you ever have falling out like that? Like talent. You've produced a lot of talent. Do you Ta- ever have falling out with talent? talent? To the n- point where you wouldn't speak to him ever again? Ooh, no. Never to What about that where you point. just really didn't like him? Well, well, that happens. Yeah, that yeah happens. there's plenty of people that I've worked with that I don't like. But no, no nothing with a major fallout like that. Not that I can think of. I mean, family. Family members. I yeah, like, I've had fallouts with family. Yeah. yeah. That's no good. No, it sucks. But those normally get resolved. You you hope so. Are all yours resolved or not so much? No. You talking to me or Mason? Mason. No, sorry. Is there anybody in your family you don't speak to? Immediate no, family. No, I, no. Okay. My immediate family I talk to. I talk to both of my brothers sometimes. Yeah. Jorge, where are you on <laughs> this? Uh, yeah, two people. One of them is in the back uh, prepping for Sedano and show. Uh, get for the out of show. here. Me and her really? had a fallout. Like, I've known her for 12 years. I'm talking Laura? about Laura Romo. And she's about to walk in here storming and being, being loud like she usually is. But yeah, we had a fallout. I've known her for 12 years. We went to college together. Yeah. We mm-hmm. started in radio at the same time. Yeah. And then there was a point where we just kind of like didn't agree on something and just, I'm like, you know, it's whatever. Like, so now you guys don't socialize at all? 
I mean, we, it's not as we used to. I mean, plus I'm married. I got a kid. That's a little different. Yeah. She's single. She's you know she's doing her. Well, oh, she's, she's got she's a heavy duty boyfriend yeah. now. Yeah, she has yeah, yeah. But a, we did have a boo from my. We, we had a fallout, and then it smells delicious. The, the way the way I <laughs> the, the way we kind of mended was delicious. when I brought her to work here. So well, that's a good guess. So yeah. now, are you friends now? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are. talk now. Yeah, but this is Barkley. It's not like a Cold War. When what she you're walks in what here. you're asking is, do you have a Barkley Jordan relationship with anybody? I don't. Lisa has a couple of those. Does she? Yeah, like people she just had a falling out with and now they don't speak I'm trying to think there's one nah i mean there's but lisa's one, italian I've and got people, she holds grudges you hold grudges i don't you? used to be a big grudge holder i don't used to be a huge grudge holder now i kind of don't take time to hate somebody right well you're a lot like me in that you have a lot of things going on in your life yeah a headspace is a big deal to me yes i don't want to spend any headspace on somebody who doesn't want me in their life anyway right, right so if part if jordan did that to me i'd do what charles did i'd just go on just living go my on. life and if he doesn't want to be friends okay and and by the way charles makes a really good point when you work around people who all agree with you they're all going to tell you exactly what you want to hear and you're not necessarily going to succeed right that goes on in in the world he's saying that's what's going on with jordan um right and this is a dynamic in almost any workplace i remember one time a coach told me mm-hmm. that he was in a room with all of his assistants and the GM walked in right and the GM sat down and all the assistants clammed up they stopped talking and afterwards the coach went to the GM and said hey if you want to come sit in on the meetings that's fine but my coaches are never going to embarrass me in front of you they don't want to see me get fired or, or they're never going to be critical of me right without you so the best way to do this would be if you and I want to meet I'll come meet with you after. If you want to come sit in and see how we do things, that's fine. But they're going to clam up. They're not going to be honest with me if you're in the room. Right. The GM goes, okay. And then the next week, the GM just kept coming back to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he didn't. He he screwed up the dynamic. But this, so that's part of it too. Well, Morales raised the specter last week of the time that Sedano and I had a falling head beef. Head, yeah. You're dead to me. Seriously, you're dead to me. You've lost a friend. All that stuff. Though I don't think I've got that in me anymore. Bergman, have, have I approached that at all? No, with not for a, lately. It's not for a while. It's sort of like on this station, you just you go on, you just say whatever, and you roll through it. It's and what we do. My mom is very, my mom gets yeah. very upset at uh, George Shadano. She says those people pick on you too much. I'm like, mom, I pick on everybody all the time. I have to be able to be uh, have the shoe on the other foot. Absolutely. So, yeah, hey, I don't get too worked up over no, it. Anymore. Hey, by the way, we got uh, the, the winner from the 100-inch Sony hit really? me up. Yeah, really? Yeah, on Instagram. It is me. I am the listener that bought the 100-inch Sony from Roy and Isaac. Heading over to Mir right now, actually, not having the Super Bowl party at my spot this year, but y'all are welcome to come to the barbecue. I'll be cooking up some dry-aged steaks. Nice. There you go. Well, there you got a lead. Dry-aged. Not wet-aged steaks. Dry-aged steaks. Anybody understand what that means? Uh, wet yes. Age is wet Steak age? eaters do. Wet age steaks? Yeah, there thing? are wet age steaks. Like, for example, Fleming's has a wet age steak. Do they? Yeah. Uh, but Boa has a dry age steak. And I like a dry age steak better because it gets a little crust on it. Yeah. We're going to Mastro's on Wednesday night. What are they? Dry oh, age is that, or wait, wet is that age? this Wednesday that yeah, we're having dinner with Craig? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because then we're going bowling right Yeah, before. we got the bowling, okay, the that's Mason this Island Wednesday. bowling yeah. invitational okay. on Wednesday. Ooh, okay. I got I gotta, <laughs> I like yeah. to stay up late and are you prepare any, ahead. Are you any good at bowling? Terrible. Uh, see, I am so good. Oh, good. I'll you beat you. You finally found my game. All right, let's, let's bet mythical money. I thought it was you two versus us two. 
Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we yeah. we got to play against these two bozos. Oh, we'll beat them. I'll post the highest score. What do you Five, want to bet? $5,000 mythical dollars on Watch me in. posting the I'll highest take, score. I'll take it. I'll Watch. take it that he will not have the highest score. All right. <laughs> oh, are we going to bet for what? Like against each other? So five. No, no. Kids. But he went. He says five thousand will have the highest score. I'll take the bet. Okay. Five thousand the other way. He will not have the highest score. Okay. Is this over the course of however many games we play? Correct. Okay. Just the highest score okay. of the day. Got oh, it. Overall, so if we oh. play like four games, you have to you, add all you of them take, up. No, no, you no, take, no, your no. take your highest score. Take your highest score. Oh, okay. Take your okay. highest score. All right. Hey, is, I'm uh, going to totally mookie this thing. Okay. I am going <laughs> to totally mookie bets this thing. Game sure. of games is coming up next. Is anybody in the afternoon show playing? Uh, love boat. All right, love Kaplan boat. is. I haven't said all that right. in a while. Okay. We will do that coming up My next game. for you. Ireland's game, Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right, here we go. It is game of games time. I was just looking at the scoreboard here, and it appears that uh, Bergman's off to a good start. Yes, three sir. wins. Ireland has one win. You have I... three wins already? What sure is it? What, what have the rest of these idiots been doing? Nothing. Well, I've been oh. doing what I always do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've, I've mastered the skill okay. of losing these things. Do we uh, Do we have Cappy? Yo. Cappy, hey, what's Cap, up? How, how are, are you, man? How are we doing today, gentlemen? Uh, we're good. You sound a little hoarse. Did you uh, Did yeah. you party up this weekend? No, not really. Wish, I, wish that was the reason. Nah. You know what? No, not sick. I, I made a terrible mistake yesterday. Mm. I was at a friend's house. And he offered me a glass of red wine. Right. And I had one sip, and I said, ooh, don't drink this. And I've, I've been hoarse ever since. I had one sip. So it was bad wine that made you hoarse? No, it was, it was Did really it come out wine. of a cardboard box? Yeah, I mean, I wish it was, like, terrible wine, and that was... Yeah. It just, red wine does not agree with me. And Damn. I'm a little bit hoarse today. Well, now you know. All right. Yeah. So here's the game. With yeah. the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday, mm-hmm. I have a game about Super Bowl MVPs. Okay. I'll describe a player. Mm-hmm. As soon as you know the name of the player I'm talking about, your name is your buzzer. Okay. I have All eight right. of these plus a tiebreaker. Here we go. It is Jorge, Greg, Mace, and Cappy. Here we go. This player won two Super Bowl MVPs in back-to-back seasons. Mason. Mace. Take a shot, Tom Brady. Mason is out for this question. Uh, He said at his Hall of Fame induction speech that people thought he was so stupid he couldn't spell cat. Uh, Cappy. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw is the correct answer. Said you couldn't spell cat if you spotted him the C and the T. Yeah. All right. So (laughs) Cappy's on the board. All right. Player number two. This Super Bowl MVP is one of only seven players to win the award as a defensive player. Mace. Von Miller. Correct. Ooh, Von Miller wow. has played for three NFL teams, including the Rams. He's still playing, but he's now in Buffalo. When he won the award, he was playing in Denver, and Peyton Manning was his QB, and Mace is on the board. Swag. Nice job, Mace. Thank All you. Right, thank you. Right up. Player, Swag is right. Yeah. Player number three. This Super Bowl MVP played in three Super Bowls, but only won the game MVP award once. Mason. Mace. Peyton Manning. Incorrect. This player is a quarterback who attended two colleges. The second school was UCLA. Greg. Greg. Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman is correct. Ah. Damn. Making him the only Bruin ever to win the Super Bowl MVP. Okay. All right. Wow. That's cool. So we have wow. a three-way tie for first between Greg, Mace, and Captain. I'm jumping in early. Jorge, wow. are you live over there? Yeah, I'm not. All funny. right, get this one. Player number four. Jump in fast. That's yeah. my strategy. Yeah. This Super Bowl MVP played for two teams in his career. One of those teams was the Chargers. 
He is second all-time Mace. Drew Brees. Correct. Drew Brees. <laughs> he is second all-time in career passing yards, trailing this only Tom Brady. Game. He tried to be a sportscaster, but it didn't take. It He's didn't now take. coaching <laughs> at his alma mater, which is Purdue. Yep. Uh, and Mace has the lead. All right. Jorge, what are you doing over there? Yeah, man. Buzz hey, early, man. I'm trying. Okay. What's up, Brionis? What's up, man? Here we go. <laughs> What's up, fool? What's up, fool? This Super Bowl MVP is one of seven guys to win the award as a wide receiver. He's one of only three people from his college to win the Super Bowl MVP, but he was the first. The school he went to was USC. He is... Okay. You want it, Cap? Jorge? Is it Keyshawn? No. <sighs> He's perhaps better known now as the worst athletic director in SC Mr. history. Cap. Oh. Cap. Lynn Swan. Lynn Swan is correct. <laughs> yeah. Kaplan, two. Mace, two. Bergman, one. Jorge. I tried. You did try. <laughs> you did jump in. That was good. All right. Jorge, this one could be for you. All right. This Super Bowl MVP has been a guest on this show. Mason. Mace. Vince Ferragamo. Oh, he never won the Super Bowl MVP. No. <laughs> You're out. All nice. right. Good. Open it up for us. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Jorge. Matt Stafford. No. Ah. So All it's right. down to Cappy you jumped in early. That's good. Gray. That's good. Okay. okay. He played in three Super Bowls for two different teams. He is the only undrafted player to be Cap. named Cap. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner is correct, and Scott Kaplan ah, has the lead. <laughs> He's the only undrafted player to be named NFL MVP and Super Bowl MVP, as well as the only undrafted quarterback to lead his team to a Super Bowl. By the victory. way, Vince, who's a listener, I spotted you a Super Bowl MVP. All right. The score is Cappy 3, Mace 2, <laughs> Greg 1. And there's only two left, which means, Jorge, sadly, oh, man. you oh, are out. Oh, oh, i got to get this shame. one. All right. It's a shame. If Cappy gets this, it's over. Here we go. This Super Bowl MVP grew up in Los Angeles but didn't go to college here. He was a former number one overall pick in the NFL draft, even though he never led his college team to a bowl game. He played in five Super Bowls. Greg. Greg. Five might be too many. Ben Roethlisberger. No. He played in five Super Bowls, finishing with a losing record of two and three. Kevin Demoff's Mace. John Elway. Correct! Mace ties it at three apiece. Greg, you're out. Wow. And this last one will determine it. Here we go. It is Kaplan against Mason. Here we go, Mace. Here we go. Like John Elway, this Super Bowl MVP was the first player taken in the NFL draft. He went to college in the SEC, but not at Alabama, LSU, Mason. or Georgia. Mace. I'm going to take a shot at Peyton Manning. Incorrect. Oh, Cap, I'll right. give you the rest. Feed me. Feed me. He won not one, but two Super Bowl MVPs oh. in his career. Okay. His older brother also won yeah. the Super Bowl MVP. In both of his Super Bowl MVP games, one in 08 and one in 2011, his team beat the Patriots. Cap, who is it? Is it, um, oh gosh, yeah, is it, I can't um, remember his name. Uh, is it oh, Eli God. Manning? Scott uh, Kaplan is your winner, ladies and gentlemen. Mace, yes, you sir. had the last name. Yep. Yes, sir. Now, according I to Jeopardy rules, Manning. if you would have just said Manning, I would have had nice. to give it to you. 
I'm on the board for the month. There you go, Cap. Good job, Cappy. All right, you guys want to do the uh, tiebreaker just for fun? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right, last year's Super Bowl MVP was Mace? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup of the Rams. How many receiving yards did Cooper Cup have in that Super Bowl? Closest without going over, Cap. Give me a number. 175. Okay, a Mace. 111. Bergman. 112. Jorge. Oh, man. 115. You have all gone over. Mm. All right. So we'll reverse it then this time. Then am I not the closest? You, I said without going over. Oh, without going <laughs> over. All right, Jorge. Uh-huh. So go, it, it, the lowest one was 111. Right. was Mason's 111. So it's less than 111. Jorge. 110. <laughs> Greg. <laughs> You're so good at this game, Jorge. You're uh, the worst uh, at this game. I'm going to say 72. All right, Mace. 89. Cappy. 90. He looked it up. Scott Kaplan. <laughs> Again, your winner. 93 yards. Hey. Yeah. The name. Yeah. I hate that game. Good yeah. day. Good, good day game. for Cap. That game yeah, sucks. Good game. What good do you mean game. that game sucks? You were in it until really the very end. You almost won. Almost. Almost. I should have won. Your game tomorrow. Greg, you have Wednesday. Michael does Thursday. Jorge, you have Friday. All right. All right. Got it. There we go. Uh, by the way, Game of Games brought to you by our friend Jacob Imrani. Uh, Game of Games powered Jacob by- Jacob will play tomorrow. Yep. Powered by Call Jacob. Winning matters. That's why after an accident, you go to calljacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. One glass of red wine, one sip of red wine, and this is how Cappy sounds. Yeah. That happened to my dad thing. once. We had to stop. We were driving to Idaho. And we had to stop in Ely, Nevada. And we were in this, like, cheap hotel. And my dad says, do you have any wine? And the guy said, yeah. He goes, just give me a glass of red. And the guy literally walks out of the back with a box, a cardboard box, and pours it into my dad. My dad was sick for two days. Really? Yeah, same thing. By the way, box wine is not a terrible – there are good box wines. You get a nice kind of cardboard (laughs) undertone. Jorge, hit the super stager. (laughs) Uh, hey, Sedano, how are you? Uh, I'm good, John. Good to hear your voice again. Uh, at yes, least here. I, I've been listening to you in the car uh, during the week last week. Disappointing two and three road trip for the boys. But especially... I thought you said two and three. You'd be like, yeah, yeah you I'm did living say that. with it. But I, number one, I think they got screwed in Boston. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah for sure. Obviously. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a very disappointing loss Saturday in New Orleans. They gave up Ugh. 70 points in the second half. Ugh. And they didn't try different defenses on they Brandon Ingram. They gave up like Ingram. 131 in the game or yeah. something? Yeah, and so it was disappointing. But do you guys think, I'll start with you, Cap. Do you think LeBron breaks the record tomorrow or Thursday? Thursday. I do yeah. too. What do you think, George? Thursday with a skyhook. You think that, see, I've heard this story. I've heard people think it's, some people think it's corny. I've, I, I've seen that on Twitter. I don't think he'll do it. I've, I've oh, obviously- you know, because everybody on Twitter is always thrilled about everything. Yes. I've always, I've covered every one of LeBron's games, obviously, and I can remember the amount of times he scored on a hook on one hand. He just yeah. doesn't shoot it a lot. So no, I don't well, he told think Michael Wilbon that because Wilbon asked him during this interview he did with him, and he said, you know, I haven't really ever worked on it. He's like, I've, I've used it in horse. He goes, but I have worked on it recently is what he said. By oh, the way, wow. biggest sports mystery of my lifetime, and I've asked Kareem about it on multiple occasions. So think about it. Kareem is the all-time leading scorer in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. He retired in 1990. All right? Why has no one ever tried to copy the skyhook? And when I asked Kareem that, he said, I said, have you offered to teach it to people? He said, yes, many 
many, many times. I said, why do you think no one has ever adopted it? And he says, they don't think it looks cool. Oh, I come yeah. on. Really? really cool. And I think, George, it looks really cool. Um, but he I, I, disagrees. I would, Kareem says that yeah. players, it's the same reason you get the answer. Rick Barry. Rick Barry used to say has that you try to teach Shaq. Yeah, yeah, has the all-time yeah. leading free throw shooter in the Hall of Fame. 90% yeah. for his career. Mm -hmm. But he says no one will shoot underhand because they don't think it looks cool. That but, I agree with. Now, why, but Cap, why that do you think- That doesn't look cool. Yeah, but Cap, why do you think no one has ever tried to copy the skyhook? I don't know, but it does look cool to me. Whoa, what's wrong with your voice? Yeah, he, he, drank, he, some he, red drank, wine. he drank bad red wine. We already got on him about that. Hey, John Ireland, yeah. um, don't you have like a formula for fixing a voice like mine? All right, so this is what you do when your voice sounds like yours. Yeah. Do you have, by chance, any apple cider vinegar in your house? I, I do, but I'm in New York right now, but I can get some. Okay, by the way, where are you in Midtown? Are you in Manhattan? Yeah, I'm at the SPM facilities yeah, here uh, on the west side. Okay. Yeah. There's a CVS right around the corner from there. Yeah, okay. You can get it there, and they'll deliver it. Okay. So this is what you do. I got this from, of all people, Elton John. All right. Okay, whenever his voice used to go out during a tour. Did he give you this directly? He did it in an interview after oh, Rocket okay. Man no, came I out. Thought maybe, <laughs> I, I thought he gave it to you directly. No, My friend Elton Leon said, Russell gave it to him. Was this a third chair thing? No, Leon Russell gave it to Elton John, and Elton John said it in an interview. He oh. says he takes as hot of water as you can tolerate. Okay. All right? With two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, two tablespoons of honey, stir it up, don't drink it, gargle with it. Yeah. And your voice will be better. Hmm. So, so hot try water. It. Hot honey. water as hard as you can as hot as you can tolerate and gargle uh -huh. with. If you make it too hot, you'll right. just spit it out. All right. Hot water. Hot water. Honey. Two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, two tablespoons okay. of honey, and give it a shot. You can All also right, try, and they got I'm sure they got it down at the Dwayne Reed, is uh yeah. loquat syrup. Did you ever add the uh oh, low quat syrup? That. Yeah, what that is it like coats your vocal cords. It yeah. works. It's like a Chinese yeah. made of some sort of fruit called a local. Works like crazy. That's Tell another way to. Mike Breen told me he drinks two cups of green tea every day, and since he started doing it, which was like 15 years ago, he has had zero voice issues. Yeah, yeah. Green tea, hot green Cappy, tea. Cappy, I'm going to yeah. send you in a text right now what Mason's yeah. talking about. You I, now, I got it one time. What city was in? I don't know whatever city I was in, but I went. And I went to the Chinatown and yep. I got it because it was a bunch of there was a pharmacy right there. It was in Boston and I was able to find it. But wait, but Mace, you're saying that any CVS or Dwayne Reed, any of these, you know, stores should have it. I Dwayne Reed should have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they should Dwayne have Reed. it there. But not CVS. Is that still the grocery? Or isn't that still the drugstore? Yeah, that's in New York? still the drugstore choice. There, yeah. though, but now it says Dwayne Reed. Presented by Walgreens or something like that. Oh, my that. God. Yeah, yeah, that's confusing. So Walgreens must have taken it over. That's yeah. confusing. So, uh, yeah, I, but, I, you know, I, I had a terrible vocal cord incident years ago where I mm -hmm. had to have a nodule removed from my oh, yeah. vocal cords. Have mm -hmm. you ever had that, Cappy? I've not had one removed, but I know about it. Yeah, a lot of singers get them. Um, yeah. And I, it, was, it was a little scary because I didn't know what I was going to sound like. After I had the surgery. And, and mm -hmm. by the way, what kind of bad red wine were you having? Yeah, this, no, this it wasn't bad thing. red wine. It's just that um, this friend of mine, and by the way, this guy lives in a town called Chappaqua. Yeah, now, I'm familiar with that. Oh, sure. Guys, I'll yeah. just ask you guys, because I only know one thing. What is the what is it you think of when you hear the, the town Isn't Chappaqua? Isn't it Ted Kennedy? Okay. I, Hillary I Clinton, I, bought, yes. I thought. Yeah. Right, the Clintons. So Bill and Hillary Oh, I was thinking Clinton. of Chappaquiddick. Yeah. Yeah. Chappaqua. So the Clintons live in Chappaqua. My friend picks me up from the train station. He goes, 
let me guess, you want to see the Clinton's house? I'm like, yeah, it's the only thing I know your town. Pull up into their uh, cul-de-sac. They've got this monster estate, and in front, security, I, I guess like you would expect, but you'd also be like, damn, they're they're in the middle of a, re- a residential neighborhood, and yet massive Massive yeah, security. One guy is a former president. Yeah. And the other one is, uh, you know, a, a, a former. What was she? State of Secretary, D- Secretary of State. Of State. Yeah. yeah what yeah. you expect? You wanted well, to walk up. Saying. Hold on. Did you want to walk up to their house and knock on the door and be like, "Hey, can I borrow some sugar?" Ding dong. Well, no. Hey, it's me, Cappy. If, if they had any apple cider vinegar. <laughs> sure. <You know? laughs> Needed some. So anyway, so this buddy of mine picks me up, Chappaqua. It's this very like you know snooty kind of you know yeah. suburb. Yeah. And. Uh, and he served me a glass of red wine. And I'm like, oh, don't drink this. Don't drink this. And I was like, I had one sip. And I'm like, oh, no, this isn't going to go well. I did not drink the rest of the glass. And, yeah, I've been struggling. But I don't since. get it. Are you allergic to red wine or yeah, was it this happened? particular not red really wine? Not really allergic. Just it's very acidy, darling. Well, why very do you drink? Acidy. Why did you drink any of it? I had a sip. I didn't expect it to do this. But I stay away from red wine generally. What else did you do, Cappy? This doesn't <sighs> this doesn't jive. I'm sorry. There's no, something right. else. You went somewhere and you screamed a lot. No, yeah, you should. Listen, I wish I had a great story. I do. I wish I had some really cool story. Now, what are you doing in uh, in New York? You're you're there near. Yeah, I just MSG missed you, right Cappy. Now. I was there until Wednesday. I know. I got here on. Uh, I took a red eye from L.A. on Friday night. Got in on Saturday morning. Got to my hotel at six a.m. Yeah, I like, dropped them oh, off please. at the airport. Oh yeah, yeah. nice airport yeah. friends. That's that's I, important. Yeah. I was like, please, please have a hotel room for me. Six o'clock in the morning. Please have a hotel room. No, thankfully they did. No, oh, they did. Good guys. Saturday in New York was probably the coldest day on planet Earth. It was colder in New York than it was in Siberia. It was like minus twenty degrees. So what'd you do? They, by the way, they say Saturday. There's a town in New Hampshire, Cap, that uh, they said got a hundred and thirty below, the coldest ever oh recorded. God. It has to be with wind chill, right? With yeah. the wind, wind chill. chill, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. the coldest ever recorded in weather history was oh, on wow. the top of some mountain in New Hampshire. So, Cappy, did you do anything in the freezing cold of no, New York on dude, a Saturday? No, I, I literally stayed in my hotel and rested all day. And um, Broadway and then, John could have recommended a show for you. Oh, yeah, it, it, especially if you want full male nudity, Cap. I got a good one for he you. He found the good full male, male nudity. nudity play. It's called Take Me Out. It's a story about uh, Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy plays. Yeah. In essence, it's, it's, it's the story of Derek Jeter at the height of his popularity mm-hmm. would have come out as gay. What would have happened? What would have been like? Yeah. yeah. So that's the, the, wow. that's the play. How much but, frontal male nudity was there? Uh, almost in, impossible for me to describe. They have, they have. I told Mace earlier. Everybody in the audience was either a young female mm-hmm. or a gay guy or mm-hmm. me. That was the whole thing. That, yeah. that was the composition of the audience. And there's an audible gasp when the shower scenes start. Yeah. But, but five minutes into it, Cap, some guy walks out to take a shower. He's got nothing on. And that's, are these guys are these guys different than average people? The first they are actors. The first several are like you and me, and yeah. then Jesse Williams comes out. Oh, jeez! And I'll just say there's an audible gasp in the theater when he comes out to take the shower, and the the play's good too. Jesse Tyler Ferguson. <laughs> the play's good too. Yeah, everybody's talking about it because of the male nudity, but the show's actually pretty. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family won a Tony for it. Oh, good. And is it real or is it no. like a prosthetic? No, no, it's real. All oh, really? the all the nudity is real. Yeah. There. By the way, that question Cap just asked yeah. came from three girls sitting one row behind me. Oh yeah. Is that real or is it prosthetic? Oh, it's real. Yeah. 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 That. Yeah. So, Cappy, what have you raised a bunch of money? Um, I've been out here doing a little bit of fundraising. Yeah. 
Yeah, a little bit. Is it for charity or is it for your? No, it's, no, not it's for, for sided, charity. Bro. Oh, it's for sided. Yeah, it's not for charity. Oh, okay. Well, His charity. It's for Caps charity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. So who do you meet? Are you meeting with like Wall Street fun guys and stuff like Gary that? Gary Hedge, hedge you know, brokers. Gary V, man. Who? Who's that? Gary V. Should we know who that is? Yeah, Probably Gary uh, Vaynerchuk, right? That's how you say his name? Vaynerchuk? Vaynerchuk, yeah. Yeah. Is he a, big, like a big hedge fund guy? Big VC guy, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Happy. I wouldn't call him a big VC guy. He's more of a, um, he has a company called Vayner Media, and he's got a sports agency called Vayner Sports. This is a guy who has become ultra famous on social media for being like a, uh, I don't know, like a business coach, if you will, but in real life, the guy has knocked it out of the park. You know, invested in all kinds of companies like Uber, and I should know this off the top of my head, a bunch of others. But the guy is, he's got a monster following. So what and did he think of Cited? Um, he liked it very much. Did I was, he? Yeah, it was really cool. And um, and kind of gave me like a bit of a challenge and said, I'll see you in, in 150 days. So you got some Vaynerchuk money? If well, he think- if he meets the goals, it sounds yeah, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you could have gone to, it's Clippers, Knicks, or no, Clippers, Nets tonight in Brooklyn, Cap. You're just yeah, going to miss hear it. that. The only thing is, is that four to seven in LA is seven to 10. In yeah. New York. Yeah. That's right. So by the way, have you guys all been here? I know George has, have you guys all been to our uh, colleagues facilities yes. here in New York? Yeah, I have. I mean, dude, massive, massive facilities. Yeah. Nobody. I mean, nobody is here. Oh, it's empty. Yeah. Cause it's nighttime. Yeah. But even when I got here, there was nobody here. It is 7 PM. They don't work yeah, that hard. But I got here at like five. Five, and there was nobody, huh? Yeah. Well, was uh, Michael K and them guys there? That's what I said. I said, where's Michael K? Let me come say hello. Is he? He yeah. was working from home. Yeah, a lot of those guys do. Hey, I Cap, find this place while you're there. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Los Tacos number one. Los Tacos number one. Yeah, just opened in New York. It's down by the World Trade Center. I went there three days in a row. No way. Yeah, it's really good. Darvin Ham and I. Be. Darvin loved that place. And uh, so if you're looking for tacos, that's your spot. Did you ever figure out if Darvin's listening every day? I guess he's not, right? Oh, no. He told Ramona Ramona that he doesn't listen to Sports Talk Radio. Oh, see, Cappy. Probably a good idea if you're a head coach in the NBA. So not true. So Uh, we're doing our team bonding thing on uh, on Wednesday. Oh, are you going bowling, you said? Yeah, Yeah, we're going bowling. We're going bowling, and then we're going out to dinner. Who's who's a good bowler? None of us. I am a great bowler. No, I'm going to beat Mason just on spite. I'm a gifted I'm bowler. A, I'm a terrible bowler, but I will. I refuse to lose to Mason in any type Good of athletic you, competition. Yeah, yeah, I am going to win this thing. I've got mythical money on me to have the highest score of the day. I'm actually a very good bowler. You know, John, this is my uh, game. This is where you could go back to the whole Rick Barry thing. Um, if you if you really can't bowl with one hand, go stand granny, there at the line. And granny, do it granny style. style. I yeah. will not put it past me. Yeah, anything it. it takes to win. What do you give oh, me, Mace? Okay. What odds will you give me on a seven ten split? Oh, I will give you everything I've got to one. Okay. One dollar to you. A 7 split? I'm going to try You're never hitting a 7 split. One dollar to you if I don't, and all of your mythical money if I pull it off. Uh, all of like, my mythical money. Okay. Absolutely. What Good is all of your mythical money? Because you didn't have very much left I've over got, a few no, weeks ago. I've no, when I've he got... dumped a bucket of water on David Kemp, we gave him another hundred grand. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> same, same, same boat I was in. That's we're why very, I dumped it on Sliwa. Very mature around yeah, here. Yeah, we're yes. idiots. Do you realize that we have got four people? We do Million Dollar Mondays around here, right? Yeah. Uh, we did it during football season. Do you realize mm-hmm. four people, 
four listeners have a chance at a million dollars. Really? Because of, they have the Eagles in Kansas City in the Super no Bowl. Way. No yeah. way. That's awesome. I was wondering about that the other day. So George Duarte from Murrieta has got mm-hmm. Eagles 24-17. Okay. Cesar oh, wow. Zamora from Brea has Eagles 21-17. Okay. Spencer Gonzalez from Lake Forest has got Chiefs 24-17. Uh-huh. And then Aaron Joya from Whittier has got Chiefs 34-24. There wow. is a real chance wow. that one of those Total. comes in. Man, I, I like the so last one. Rooting for those guys. That'd be I like unbelievable. The yeah, I think thirty-four twenty. I think it's gonna be high scoring. I think so too. I think it's gonna be high scoring. I like the Eagles to win the thing, though. You I like it's really. really high scoring because you guys know that on Sunday at Yamava, That's we're giving right. away a thousand dollars for every touchdown scored. Yeah. Oh, good. So it would help us if it's. Yeah. That's yeah. why well, we've a got voice? a big thousand uh, dollar bill with your face on it in here. That's right, looking good, right? Yeah, looking great. <laughs> uh, looking like something. <laughs> Happy on the thousand dollar. I need a haircut. Is what it looks like. <laughs> That's genius. That's yeah. genius. By the way, I, this is this is the time of year that, uh, I, and I love our listeners, but it's also like oh, everyone thinks they're a general manager. Yes. So I just got a tweet that just rolled in. Oh Listen boy. To this. John will love this specifically. Okay. I think it's hilarious. So it says at Sedano. How about the Heat send Butler, Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson, and Kyle Lowry to the Lakers for Westbrook, Beverly, and Walker and two first-round picks? Who says no? And I just wrote back, Pat Riley wouldn't even let you get that offer out of your mouth before he hung up. Exactly. I wrote back, LOL, come on, man. To which he responds, the Heat can't win with that roster and they need assets. The, the Heat have more assets than the Lakers do right now as far as drafting. Yeah, the Lakers do not have a lot of assets. <laughs> So, yeah, Are you surprised I, the Kyrie thing? I was listening to you NBA All Access on Friday. That's um, right. I heard uh, Cappy go at uh, Dave McMenamin. Which, McMenamin. Yeah, he's he's oh, like yeah. new. Ireland doesn't know this that McMenamin is Cappy's rival. Yeah. Why? They're like they're like Newman and Jerry. They're like two great guys. Though. Why? What, what, beef, what beef do you have, Cap? I don't have a beef. He has a beef with me. Oh really? I, what is yeah. what is his beef with you? Um, that Cappy I, doesn't watch Cappy, basketball. Uh, no, Cappy, no. yeah, he did <laughs> no, say no. you don't watch basketball. His, then his he said you're underrating is, the Lakers. His beef with me is is that I don't agree with him. So if I don't agree with him, therefore I don't watch the games. McMinniman. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't agree with that. Uh, but I, uh, Dave is fairly dialed in. The 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 question very I, dialed in. The fairly, que- only fairly. No, but but I. <laughs> He's very dialed in. Don't say fairly. fairly. I, fairly. <laughs> here's the weird thing for me on this one. I like both people very yeah. much. I would have very difficult time picking a side in that I, one. I don't. I don't. One, I'm in on McMiniman. One is in the league, and the other is not. <laughs> you guys are all anti-cap. No, and not I, anti-cap. Just pro I am with Cappy because us guys not in the league also do. Deserve a say. All right, so right. I'm with, I'll go with Sedano and McMenamin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Ira. All right, all right, all right. All right. Let's not make Cappy talk any more than he has to. Yeah, yeah it's fine. I'll be fine. He's only right. got two and a, two hours and forty five minutes to go. I'll be so. good. Oh, good luck. And by guys. the way, I just looked this up right now. Yeah. yeah, alcohol can change your. This is your singing voice. If you drink excessive amounts of alcohol, uh-huh. the chemical irritation can become so severe you develop chronic laryngitis, uh-huh. and this could result in prolonged spells of voice loss. Now, there's wish another I, one here wish, wish that says. Did you have gastric gastric reflux? Oh, that's a- did I? Or do well, I? no? Or do do you ever take Prevacid? Yeah, I do. All right, so that that takes, can get take up some there. more. That can get up there in your vocal <laughs> yeah. cords too. Yeah, that, that can wreck you. Stuff. Yeah, because yeah, it says here that drinking may cause gastric reflux, which produces reversible voice change by irritating the vocal cords and larynx. Yeah, but I've been drinking. I mean, but I really one sip doesn't drinking. seem like that would do that. No, it doesn't no, seem I, like. Did I, you do I, it on an empty stomach? What's up? Did you drink on an empty stomach? No, no. I, this really started like last Sunday mm-hmm. at Yamava and has continued Wait. on. 
until it started. At, you you weren't no. hoarse on Friday. Yeah, he was, was not. I, I absolutely mean, I was not. Kinda, I was kind of struggling last week a little bit. Yeah. No yeah. Worries. So you were like sick, but you didn't have this going on. No, yeah. I had like a little sniffle and cough, and I took like five COVID tests last week, and I was negative the entire time. Yeah. So I determined, I'm like, okay, I have a cold. Like, you can still get a cold. You can still get a cold, absolutely. Right. And so, so it wasn't I, the wine. It sounds like it's a cold. Well. The wine I mean, thing was just a totally bogus made-up yeah, story. Yeah, no, it's wine just a ruse. actually happened. As soon as I drank that one sip of wine, I was like, That's oh, it. no. Yeah. I could feel it. Well, listen, I'm sure with Cappy there, it's going to be a very easy listen this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, lots of stuff from Shadano and Cap coming up. Cappy, why don't you do a Scott Farrell impersonation the rest of the show? No, that I can't. Real. I don't want to strain any more than I have. Yeah, right don't do it. Don't do it. All right, we're back tomorrow at 1, Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Oh, uh, and uh, Supercross Talk is brought to you by Coors, keeping Southern California chill all year long. 